0: Welcome to the Daily Boogie. Welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us for another day. Tuesday for you, Wednesday for me. Happy days. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Hope you're having a lovely week. I certainly am got lots to get through. Plenty of fun to be had. So settle in. Oh, thank you for identifying yourself as a Russian bot, Lori Posner. That makes swift work for the authorities, which since the Muller report have had a lot of spare time. Not much else going on, apparently. Thanks for joining us, everyone. An absolute pleasure to be with you once again. I am Boogie Bumper. This is the Daily Boogie. Hope you've had a lovely day. I certainly have. And as I said in my rambling introduction, we do have lots to get through. But first, if you would like to become a supporter of the show, please head over to patreon.com forward slash Boogie Bumper. Become a subscriber by hitting that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you'd like to tell me about the new political reality, you can do so by following me on Twitter at Boogie Bumper. The title kind of gives it away a little bit. Do you ever get the feeling as we sit here together on a Tuesday for you, Wednesday for me, as we cast an eye around the interwebs, which hopefully will be banned any time now because it's just awful. It's just awful. I mean, the amount of unnecessary hate and trolling and bigotry and fascism, my God, the fascism, ladies and gentlemen, the white nationalists, they're everywhere. Can't stop them. Can't stop them. All of these awful things that happen on the internet, including this show. I'm not taking myself out of the equation here. This show is awful. This show is terrible. You shouldn't even be watching it. I don't even know why people tell you to come here. (laughs) It's an awful program. It's an awful production. Made by an awful person. But do you ever get the feeling when we look out over the interwebs that something is changing? I don't know if it's... I I, I just don't... Has the moon gotten closer to us or something? I know they say the orbit of the moon changes every couple of hundred years or thereabouts. Is there something galactic happening? Or are people just getting really, really, really dumb really quickly? Or are we the crazy ones? Like, do you ever sit back and wonder when you see everybody going crazy around you because sometimes if you're the only sane person in the room or if you think you're the only sane person in the room, maybe you're really the crazy one. You know what I mean? It's like, look around look around this place. Every single person at this party is insane. You're all insane. You're all crazy. I'm out of here. I can't stand any of you. You're all crazy. <laughs> and then everybody else looks at each other and says, wow, that guy's really crazy. That guy's clearly insane. You never know. Maybe we're the crazy ones. But we're going to go through a few stories here today that I think will float your boat and or tickle your pickle, whatever your persuasion may be. Let's kick it off with our first one here. A little bit of follow-up. Jacinta Ardern. You know Jacinta Ardern. She is the Prime Minister of New Zealand who donned a hijab the day after the Christchurch massacre. A response to bigotry and hatred, which apparently was caused by the internet ladies and gentlemen well in the aftermath of the Notre Dame fire and the Sri Lankan bombings Jacinta Ardern says there's no evidence to support the claim that Sri Lanka bombings were a response to Christchurch Jacinta Ardern has raised serious doubts over a claim that the Sri Lanka bombings were revenge for the Christchurch mosque shooting oh it looks like they're allowed to show footage here isn't that interesting I thought this would have been banned off the internet by now. Very strange. Uh, after the Christchurch shooting, you remember, Jacinta Ardern made a plea for world peace as well as banning certain websites, New Zealand's access to certain websites, and has now began to support the Australian government's claim that live streaming should come with strict penalties for any company or any persons associated with any company that allows quote-unquote dangerous content to go to air. So it was obviously the internet's fault, this horrible tragedy, which then led to the slaying of 50 innocent people in a place of worship in Christchurch. But after the Sri Lankan attacks, Islamic State, as they often do, came out and claimed responsibility for the bombings. And Jacinda Ardern says, nah, let's not jump to any conclusions. <laughs> let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Don't get crazy. Let's not get crazy here. I mean... You know, the shooter in Christchurch may have made particular references to internet culture language and spoke about PewDiePie and Candace Owens in his manifesto, which is obvious evidence that Candace Owens and PewDiePie are to blame for the shooting in Christchurch, which you heard from so many Democrat politicians in the days following. This was obvious truth. This was obvious reality. Candace Owens was mentioned in the manifesto. Well, it's her fault too. It's her fault. ISIS claims responsibility for suicide bombings that take the lives of over 200. Well, let's not jump to conclusions. (laughs) Seems like a pretty sweet deal, if you ask me. On the one hand, you can attribute blame to people who are mentioned by a shooter as being responsible for the shooting, essentially. And on the other hand, when it suits you, when people actually claim responsibility for a terrorist attack, you can sit back and say, I don't think so, bub. I don't think so, Jack. Not on my watch. You are not allowed to claim responsibility for these attacks. (laughs) Islamic State has claimed responsibility for the Easter suicide bombings in Sri Lanka that killed more than 320 people. And it has been suggested it could be in retaliation to the New Zealand mosque attack last month. However, New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinta Ardern has raised serious doubts over the claims. As it often does, the terror network revealed its involvement via its AMAC news agency. The perpetrator, I thought ISIS was, I thought ISIS was defeated. What happened there? They've still got a newsroom. (laughs) Paging Mr. Trump. Paging Mr. Trump. We know that you've been going to war with the media for three years now. How about going to war with the ISIS media in ISIS held territory? Can we manage that? (laughs) What happened there? <laughs> CNN should rest easy. CNN and MSNBC have got the feeling that, you know, they've become targets of hatred because of Donald Trump's attack on the media. They should they should be comfortable knowing that the ISIS-run media, <laughs> the media newsroom is still operating full functioning. No problem whatsoever. So, I think you're safe, CNN. If Trump can't take out the ISIS newsroom, then I'm pretty sure CNN will still be there tomorrow. The perpetrators of the attack that targeted nationals of the countries of the coalitions and Christians in Sri Lanka before yesterday are fighters from Islamic State, the message said. It also showed a video of seven suicide bombers reportedly in Sri Lanka and standing before an IS flag. At the same time, Sri Lanka's defense minister, Ruan Jerawadna said early uh, early investigations indicated the bombings could have been retaliation for the terrorist attack on two mosques in Christchurch that killed 50 people last month. However, the office of Ms Ardern said the New Zealand government, quote, had not yet seen any intelligence which such an assessment might be based. So so ISIS comes out and says, we did it. The government of the country where the bombing took place came out, out and says, well, it looks like it could be retaliation for what happened in Christchurch. The hijab-donning, tolerant, progressive queen of the future, ladies and gentlemen, the Prime Minister of New Zealand, Jacinta Ardern, comes out and says, I don't think so. I haven't seen any evidence of that. No evidence whatsoever. Although Candace Owens and PewDiePie clearly caused this guy to shoot the Muslims in the mosque in the first place. Why? Because he said so. That's all the evidence we need. It was in his manifesto. Didn't you read his manifesto? Didn't even have to come out of a newsroom. Ten people confirmed. Ten people can confirm this guy's story who were watching live on Facebook Live at the time. Ten people watching that live stream. By the way, we need to ban live streaming because live streaming caused the shooting as well. How many people saw this? The Ukraine election. Did you hear about this? Ukraine election. Comedian Volodymyr Zelensky wins 73% of the vote. Exit poll suggests... Comedian Volodymyr Zelensky has won Ukraine's presidential election according to a national exit poll. Mr. Zelensky appears to have won with 73% of the vote. Before entering politics, the comedian was best known for playing the president in a hit television sitcom. Well done, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it fantastic? Now, I don't know what this guy's personal politics are. I think that he's probably a progressive, or you know, at least left-leaning. Reason being, I haven't heard, I haven't seen any major news um, agencies refer to him as a Nazi yet. So, I mean, if he had any kind of conservative leanings whatsoever, he would already be a Nazi. So, I suggest because we haven't seen any reporting of Nazism, he must be very progressive, very tolerant, very new age, very forward-looking. His opponent, the incumbent leader, Petro Poroshenko, conceded on Sunday evening after winning just 25.3% of the vote. Ouch. Uh.
1: TV to being one in real life. This is the moment Volodymyr Zelensky, the new president-elect of Ukraine, found out that he'd won. On the world stage, he's just the latest political novice with an affection for social media to sweep aside the old guard.
2: I'm feeling good. Thank you.
0: Thank you, everybody. I'm feeling very good about this. This is good. Anyone notice that line in there? Anybody see a trend developing here? Political novice who's good on social media. Right? Do we see what's happening? Do we see how things are changing? Ladies and gentlemen.
1: Zelensky actually studied law at university, but never practised, instead opting for a burgeoning comedy career. In 2015, he began starring as a fictional Ukrainian president in the sitcom (laughs) Servant of the People.
0: I just wondered, there's got to be a chunk of the Ukrainian population, and I'm I'm sure they're very, very intelligent people, but there must be a chunk of the Ukrainian population who thought that they were voting for the guy they watch on the TV show. Don't you think? There has to be. There has to be. I don't care if it's 1%, 5%, 10%, fucking 50%. I don't care. But there has to be a chunk of the Ukrainian voting age population who thought, yeah, I'll vote for that guy. He's fucking hilarious. I see. He's a great president. What do you mean I have to fu-? Isn't he already president? He's already on the TV. He's already president, man. Pfft, pfft. What are you, some kind of idiot over there? He's already president. I don't know why Ukrainians now have... Brooklyn accents, by the way. I don't know how, where that came from.
1: His own political party was eventually named after the TV show. He <laughs> has been the unlikely frontrunner for.
0: Why is he speaking English? <laughs> Can you imagine? Donald Trump. You know how people have said, oh, Donald Trump needs to start his own party? Imagine if he came out and started a party called The Apprentices. Wouldn't it be fantastic? <laughs> so this guy named his political party after his TV show. <laughs> Donald Trump running for the apprentices. I think it'd be fantastic. But you know, it would be, it would be I guess it would be wrong to accuse this guy of trying to re- uh, you know, ride on the coattails of his television career in order to get elected, don't you think? No. This this is I am very serious about this job. This is very serious. <laughs> I am a serious candidate. By the way, my political party is named after my TV show, which you can watch every Thursday at 7.30 p.m. Much hilarious. Win big award.
1: for most of the election. With poll ratings flying, he even went so far as to not show up for one of two scheduled stadium debates against England. In- <laughs>
0: What the hell is wrong with this other guy? What the hell is wrong with this Poroshenko guy? Can you see how somebody who comes from a different angle and attacks politics in a different, completely unpredictable way can just make these people look like absolute fucking morons? This guy is a lifetime politician, so he gets word that his opponent isn't showing up to the, the uh, isn't showing up to the debate. And he thinks to himself, after a career in politics, you know what? I'll go up there and do a debate against an empty podium, and this will make me look good. How stupid would you have to be?
2: <laughs> look at this.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll debate you. Pff, fuck you. I'm not debating. Well, I will show up anyway. I will. That that'll show him.
1: Incumbent Petro Poroshenko the fact that ukrainians have already spent years watching him play at being president may have helped him ascend
0: May. <laughs> it might have had something to do with it it may have made him a little teeny bit more popular than he otherwise would have been i don't know i'm a bit nervous you look at scenes like this there's a bit of the trudeaus about him isn't there there's a bit of the, a little bit of a trudeauism happening here oh he's young he's sassy he's funny
1: may have helped him ascend. Zelensky projected a sense that people could trust him, whereas Poroshenko, the more experienced candidate, was seen as corrupt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Next month, I will leave my post as president of the country. This is what was decided by the majority of Ukrainians. Yep. And it's a big fucking joke too. Um, Here's a line from Poroshenko in this article. During the campaign, Mr. Poroshenko had warned against electing a president with no political experience. He said, and I quote, It could be funny at first, but pain may come later. And when I read that, I thought, oh, is pain worse than petrol bombs being dropped on people? Pain worse than an Obama-backed coup in the country to remove an elected government? Pain worse than the annexation of Crimea? I think not. I think I think the people of the Ukraine are probably like, well, can we at least fucking laugh for once? Can we at least get a funny guy in? Pain, pain shame, we've seen pain. You know, I've I've got a cousin in the next room who's missing an arm thanks to the civil war. So, uh thanks Mr. Poroshenko. We've had enough pain for now. I think we'll take the comedian, please. Now tell us a funny. Now lid, tell us about taxes, Mr. funny man. Uh, do you want to see some of this guy's work? Let's have a look.
2: Hello, <laughs>
1: Hello
0: thanks for joining us. Hi, how are you doing? Serious day. Guys. This is Ukrainian comedian Volodymyr Zelensky. He insists his campaign is no joke. This isn't fake. I'm very serious about our country and the lives of its people. He stars in a hit, hit TV show where a teacher who's elected president after a rant about Ukraine's corrupt political system goes viral. We only have a choice between two bastards. We just choose the lesser evil. We've been doing this for 25 years. And in the TV show, in office, the president is alarmingly is principled and disarmingly honest. How long will that last? I wonder Now that he's actually president. Fantastic stuff. Uh, this happened in the run-up to the election. So the comedian guy was accused, as you would accuse somebody in show business, he was accused of being a notorious user of narcotics and other, and other assorted drugs, recreational drugs. So he agreed to do a drug test which again the political instincts of the current well the, the then current president uh, Mr Poroshenko must be so far off he never like he, it's like he never expected to win or he just didn't know what to do but again when somebody comes at politics from a different angle they can really make these people when when you blow up the pol- the world of the political normal behavior you know what i mean because all politicians know that there is a certain way to attack other politicians. They know that there's a certain thing you have to do. There's certain things you absolutely must say because that's just the way it's done, right? So when somebody comes in there and doesn't do it the way it's just always been done, then they make the other people look ridiculous. And everybody can see for themselves like, whoa, what is this? What the hell have we been voting for all this time? These people are terrible, these people are unimaginative programmed drones. Check this out. So he he said, All right, I'll take a drug test. And the then current president said, All right, I'll, I will take a drug, I will take drug test too. Look at this fiasco. This was televised on live TV in the Ukraine. Both the candidates getting drug tested. <laughs> the camera's right there. They're taking blood. It's insane. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um,
0: Why? Why did this guy agree to take a drug test? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Okay, there you have it. The new the new president, the new prime minister, whatever the hell he is, I don't know. The new comedian of the Ukraine, ladies and gentlemen. The first comedian. This, so when I was looking up drug tests in politics, I came across this one. Rival politicians accused each other of using drugs. The result was a showdown at a urinalysis lab. This is in America now, Connecticut. Like I said, politics has changed forever. James over on the chat saying Trump is winning in every country. He, I don't know if Trump's winning in every country, but he's definitely changed the paradigm for every country. When you can get a guy elected who plays a president on TV who's a comedian... Who can agree to debates and not even show up. The other guy stands there arguing against an empty podium. Like some kind of mentally ill person. He looked schizophrenic. If you're standing there having an argument with yourself at an empty podium, it makes you look crazy, bro. You know what I mean? He was too stupid to figure that out. The other the other guy says, "I'm not on drugs. I'll take a drug test." And the polit- the you know the career politician is like, "All right, I'll take one too." <laughs> They're sitting there getting blood taken out on TV. <laughs> it's been described as a political pissing contest, literally. Two feuding politicians in Bridgeport, Connecticut's uh, Connecticut's largest city, spent much of the last week accusing each other of being on mind-altering substances after getting into an ugly fight in the comments section of a local political blog. What the fuck is going on? (laughs) What the hell is happening here? (laughs) Like, I know people have fights on Facebook and stuff, but can you imagine two politicians like, fuck you, you know, share, (laughs) in a political blog? Well, fuck you, because you're on drugs. <laughs> These are elected officials now. Naturally, they could settle their dispute only one way, by challenging each other to a public drug test. Yes. Calling it a modern twist on the classic political duel, the Connecticut Post reported on Monday that Bridgeport City Councilman Ernest Newton, Ah, oh, that's if that's a drug-taking name, if ever I've heard one, Ernest Newton, sounds like the rich kid, dad's a doctor, uh, mother's some kind of, you know higher education she's a professor or something like that indentured he grows up in a nice part of town has a car bought for him when he turns 18 has an allowance while he's at college and then ends up becoming a heroin junkie who dies in a back alley somewhere If that's an Ernest Newton story you know what I mean Ernest Newton and a board of education member Maria Pereira had both handed over plastic cups of urine and passed their respective tests there you go so they challenged they challenged each other to a drug test. <laughs> a public drug test after getting into an argument about who was taking drugs on an unknown local political blog. It's all happening. This actually reminded me of a story that I heard what what's that? so nearly 15 what 14 years ago now. Back in 2006, there was a very funny uh, Italian television show, like a satire show. And they secretly drug tested 50 Italian politicians at the time. So have a listen to this. This was on local ABC radio down here. This is a radio report from 2006. One of Italy's most popular TV programs has been pulled off air after it secretly drug tested many of the country's politicians. The program claimed a third of the samples taken from the MPs revealed that they'd used drugs in the last 36 hours. Europe correspondent Raphael Epstein. The Italian TV show The Hyenas is one of the country's most popular primetime programs. It combines investigative journalism with satire, but this time the combustible mix was deemed to have gone too far. Way Way to sap all the fun out of a live read. The combustible mix had gone too far. The program interviewed MPs outside the parliament about the country's budget deficit. Where the program got into trouble was with its make-up assistant. She took sweat samples from the forehead of each MP oh, in the sunny courtyard. Brilliant. And the samples were tested for the presence of marijuana and cocaine. Of the 50 MPs interviewed, 12 tested positive for cannabis and four for cocaine. The test- So 50 MPs were interviewed from Italian Parliament and the makeup artist took like a cotton ball, swabbed and, you know, took their sweat and then sampled it. Twelve of them tested positive for marijuana, four of them for cocaine. So what was the response that happened after that? The TV show got cancelled. I wouldn't be surprised if a number of politicians are on drugs. Let's be honest. It's It's a pretty boring job. Pretty boring job otherwise, don't you think? speaking of politicians on drugs one that if she isn't should definitely consider taking it up Kamala Harris ladies and gentlemen there was a little CNN town hall what was it yesterday the day before I don't know the world the days just blur when you're on drugs um, she had this to say about gun law gun laws ladies and gentlemen as a future
2: educator I am really bothered that public schools are being targets for um...
0: can I just say I don't know this kid I don't know who he is but you know when you can tell that you instantly don't like somebody See when for me when somebody comes out and instead of saying I'm studying to be a teacher and instead says as a future educator <laughs> I'm already like oh, I don't like this person I don't care what this person has to say but let's try to stomach it nonetheless mass shootings Uh, Two days ago was the 20th anniversary of the Columbine Massacre, but still two decades later, no major gun control legislation has been passed. So my question is, as president, how will you go about keeping our schools safe and keeping guns out of the hands of those who should not have them?
2: Thank you, Ben. And I'm sure that there are plenty of students here who, while you were in um, high school, even middle school, that you had to participate in in a drill. Right? Right? Where Am I you right? We were convened and your teachers taught you sit about down, how lad. you need to go and run in a closet because there may be a mass shooter roaming the hallways of your school. And in our America, that should never have to happen.
0: Okay, good. So people shouldn't do safety drills now, apparently. Just so you know. <laughs> next, next time somebody yells fire at your workplace, just sit calmly in your chair and say, Stop panicking. Don't be such a baby. This should never happen. This should never happen. There should be no safety drills because the thing that causes the safety drill to occur should never happen. (laughs) Of course, uh, most sane, rational people who aren't trying to waste time until they can think of an answer when being asked a question on TV, most people in that situation would say, you have safety drills in case something happens not because they should or shouldn't. You know, nobody thinks a building should burn down, but you have a safety drill in case it does. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I'm sure all of you, when you were in middle school or high school, you had to go through some kind of drill. You know, you had to be taught how to leave the building in case somebody was roaming around with a gun. That should never happen. Thank- thanks. Thanks, Sherlock. <laughs> well done, Captain Obvious, says Jennifer Priest. <laughs>
2: Conversations take place. She
0: gets, a, she gets a round of applause for that. She gets a round of applause for that from the audience. That should never happen. Oh, bravo. I like this woman now. I like this woman immediately. She's got her finger on the pulse. She knows the things that shouldn't be things. She's got my vote.
2: Every night. Conversations take place every night between students and their parents. Why do these things have to happen? Why do we have to have a drill like that? To which, of course, the response is, because there are people in Washington, D.C., supposed leaders... ...who have failed to have the courage to reject a false choice, which suggests you're either in favor of the Second Amendment or you want to take everyone's guns away.
0: (laughs) Um, Is that really the conversation that's happening around dinner tables when people... Ladies and gentlemen, if your children ask you, why do we have to have this safety drill? And you respond with, because those corrupt fat cats down in DC haven't got the gumption to have a real discussion about the Second Amendment. Your kid is just going to sit there with his mouth open. Um, um, The teacher said it was for safety. Uh, It's for safety. No, the real problem is those terrible, corrupt bastards down in D.C. don't care about our kids. That's what D.C. stands for. Washington don't care. It's time we drain the swamp and drag them out and and replace the White House and that orange bone-spurred bastard too while we're at it. But the teacher said it was for safety. It's for safety. (laughs) (laughs) Can I have some yogurt now? I don't think I don't, I think you're failing at life if that's your response to your children. To be fair, it says here it was at 10 o'clock at night. Maybe Kamala was a little tired.
2: Supposed leaders in Washington, DC supposed who leaders. have failed to have the courage to recognize
0: Kamala, aren't you one of these supposed fucking leaders, babe? What are you talking about? Isn't this where you work, darling? <laughs> imagine imagine, imagine if just say Chrysler, okay? just say Chrysler had an issue with cars randomly blowing up on the street and there was an angry town hall, an angry press conference and somebody from Chrysler, you know from the top of the from the top of the Chrysler organization is sent out to speak to the public and answer their concerns and people say, you know what the hell are we gonna do about all of these Chrysler's blowing up on the fucking street and the person who's there to represent Chrysler, turns around and says the problem is everybody else where I work and I'm the one that's going to be able to change the problem is everybody else in the office where I work every single day hasn't had the guts or the balls or the gumption to do something about the exploding carburetors that's the problem and if you send me right back into my office I'll be damn sure to at least possibly maybe consider bringing it up perhaps could I could you you could t- count on that. you can take that to the bank. If you elect me I will definitely possibly consider penning a firm but polite letter to people who are willing to read it expressing my demand that this should at least be considered in possible future conversations maybe if we get the time sometime. I am committed.
2: Nice you know what you want to go hunting that's fine. But we need reasonable gun safety laws in this country starting with universal
0: What if I want to hunt people? <laughs> Kamala said it's okay. Time to time to gear up. Lucky we did those safety drills. Right, mum? Those those damn fat cats in Washington. It's just for safety.
2: Universal background checks and a renewal of the assault weapon ban, but they have failed to have the courage to act. So Ben, here's my response to you: Upon being elected, okay, I will give the United States Congress 100 days to get their act together and have the courage to pass reasonable gun safety laws. And if they fail to do it,
0: (laughs) then what? Then what are you going to do? Shoot them? Fuck off. I will give them 100 days to pass reasonable gun safety laws, whatever the hell that means. That's the problem here, see? All jokes aside, that's always going to be the problem, isn't it? It's always definition. Because uh, some may rightfully suspect that what the lovely young Kamala Harris deems as reasonable is perhaps not concurrent with the thoughts of many other people in the population when they think of the word reasonable. (laughs) (laughs) Perhaps her idea of reasonable is everybody stripping down, rubbing Vaseline all over their bodies, and running around like that deaf guy in the family guy.
1: You can't catch me! You
0: know what I mean? Maybe that's what she thinks reasonable is. Shit, we just heard her parenting advice. She thinks it's reasonable for you to berate your children about the fat cats in DC being the reason that they have to do gun safety drills at high school. She thinks that's reasonable. God help us, what she thinks is reasonable when it comes to law.
2: Then I will take executive action. Ah. And specifically what I will do is put in place a requirement that for anyone who sells more than five guns a year, Ah. they are required to do background checks when they sell those guns. Ah. I will require that for any gun dealer... That breaks the law. The ATF yep. take their license. And by the way, ATF, alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. Right. Well, the ATF has been doing a lot of the A and the T, but not much of the F. And we need to fix that. <laughs> and then...
0: See see how she prompted everyone into giving her a round of applause then? Like, <laughs> did you see? Please laugh. She had a Jeb moment. She had a Jeb Bush Jeb Bush low energy comedy moment. She's, she's no Ukrainian president, I'll, I'll tell you that much. So it's like, oh, okay, so for... For anybody who sells more than five guns a year, uh, they they now have to do mandatory background checks. And if they don't, then the ATF is going to shut them down. That's it's like, well, okay, well, what about the guys who sell guns out of the black of, out of the back of vans in alleyways in New York and Chicago? Hey, the ATF going to shut them down too? Do they have to do background checks? Hey, yo, yo, man, I hear you're looking out of Tech Nine, man. It's a, it's a nice motherfucking piece of guy here. Totally can't be... Can't be, can be washed, can't be tracked, can't be traced. This motherfucker, you gonna light up the whole fucking neighborhood with this motherfucker right here. Yeah, yeah, sounds good, man. Um, What do we agree on, like two grand, two K? Yeah, yeah, man, two K. You got two K, we do two K. Got your bullets right here, homie. Oh, sorry, man. I am required by law to do a motherfucking background check on your ass. So... Why don't you invite me over to your house? I sit down. I'll have dinner with your mama. I'll figure out whether you're a cool guy or not. I can't have the ATF coming in here kicking down my shit. You know what I'm saying? Sorry, motherfucker. <laughs> going to do a background check on your ass. Okay. Sounds great plan. Great plan, Kamala. Uh, a lot of people made a lot of noise about this from Bernie Sanders there were real divisions between these candidates. One of them was on an issue, which was a surprise to me, which was when Senator Bernie
2: Sanders said he supported voting rights for people in prison, felons in
1: prison, including the worst of the worst. So listen to what Senator Sanders said, and then listen to the different other positions that the candidates carved out for themselves. Watch.
2: I think the right to vote is inherent to our democracy, yes. Even yes. for terrible people, people who are in, convicted.
0: Can we get Dermy, can Dermy, can we get uh, Bernie drug tested, please? Where, where's an Italian comedian when you need one? In prison, like the Boston Marathon bomber. On death row, people who are convicted of sexual assault, they should Dan's be able to fucked. vote.
2: I think we should have that conversation.
0: While incarcerated? Yeah. No, I don't think so. So Bernie, yes. Kamala Harris, study it. So. Pete mm-hmm. Buttigieg, No.
2: Yeah, and one of the things you saw as a result of Kamala Harris's answer was basically Republicans come out and say, really? She wants to have a conversation about whether or not uh, the Boston Marathon Bomber should be able to vote uh, in prison. Listen, the Democrats obviously want to have this discussion about voting rights. They're having it, for instance, in New Hampshire with voting mm. uh, ID laws. There's mm. been a discussion in Florida about uh, mm. folks who get out of prison. That's something that, that yes. voters in Florida uh, voted to allow. And so there you have Bernie Sanders being Bernie Sanders, staking out a very far left position on this kamala harris essentially saying oh she has to study it uh, And then P- it's
0: not to be fair it's not really a far left um position a far left position would be nobody votes that's a far left position historically you know the far left you, you know pesky things like democracy tend to get in the way of the far left exercising their authority over the population in matter when it comes to matters like things like taking their guns taxing the life out of them these kinds of things forced property um, acquisitions these are more your traditional far left positions it's not very far left to come out and say oh everybody should have a vote even people locked up for life you know on death row even prisoners even the worst people should be allowed to vote me out that's generally not how communists and marxists operate historically but nonetheless i thought that was fun because that brought out ladies and gentlemen one of yesterday's heroes, James, touched on it. Do you believe in life after Trump? I can hear something inside me say. I really don't think murderers should vote no. Absolutely. Sure. Last name withheld, redacted. Does Bernie Sanders really believe people in prison who are murderers, rapists, Child molesters. Boston bombers still deserve the right to vote. (gasps) Original Revolution was right onto it. Look at him there. is back. (laughs) Giving her a little thumbs up. But then uh, this caused an inevitable meltdown in her comments section to which she then followed up an hour later that she's, this side is not worth it at the moment. I'm getting off Twitter. I'm out of Twitter. I'm out of here for good. Fuck all y'all. All I wanted to do was say how I don't like the idea of murderers and rapists and bombers being able to vote, and now I'm a Nazi. It's like welcome to the club, sh- welcome to the fucking game, mate. Welcome to the show. You figured it out. <laughs> Fear not, darling. The brown shirt is in the mail. Welcome to Fascists Anonymous. Yes, we will let you sing the national anthem as long as you're prepared to oppress some kind of minority in the future regardless of whether or not they're on death row for raping and murdering a child or not. Fair's fair. Fair's fair. (laughs) Is there any other... Are there any other people in our society who we think should be denied the ability to vote, ladies and gentlemen? Because I have a suggestion. Unicorn armpit hair. The, the new beauty trend that has us questioning the internet. Here's the lovely young ladies showing off their armpit hair that they have colourfully decorated in the colours of the LGBTQ flag, thus ensuring that nobody of the opposite sex is going to pay any interest to them whatsoever. I seriously don't understand all of these weird trends that have been popping up lately. We have seen the engagement ring piercing trend, removing the inside of ears trend. I haven't seen that one yet. And glitter on your dog's testicles trend. I don't know about you, but I'm exhausted trying to keep up with them. I don't know which one to partake or even if I should attempt to follow it. Unfortunately, it doesn't stop there. Introducing the Unipits trend, a new colourful trend that is circling around social media. And let me tell you, it's all three summed up. It is exactly what it sounds like. It involves hair, armpits and rainbows. (laughs) Smell the quaff. Feel the rainbow. This is making the rounds on the internet again. This is the the post on Instagram. This is making the rounds on the internet again because of the January trend. Just a friendly reminder that a woman's beauty and the type of beauty she chooses to ascribe to has nothing to do with making herself sexually attractive to you. That's news. It's news to me. Gee, because how would we rate beauty if it wasn't down to, you know, attractiveness? (laughs) Because that, you know, that, that thing that uh, parents, probably probably the type of parents who, you know, garble on for an hour when their children ask them, why do I have to do a safety drill at, at school? Why do I have to do safety drills at school? And then start complaining about the fat cats in Washington, D.C. not having the guption and the guts and the balls and the testicular fortitude to do something about the Second Amendment. It's probably the very same parents who do that. You know go right out of their way to tell their children that the most ugly heinous visibly offensive things in life are also beautiful too it's like no no you can you can walk around with shit stains on the back of your jeans all day you're still beautiful no no that's fine you can get a ring through your nose that something similar to what a bull might get after it's been neutered you're still that's still fine that's beautiful no, you can get a tattoo across your face saying fuck you. That's that's fine. You're still beautiful to me. Every every man's going to want you more. That's how it works. You're still beautiful. If you have a problem with body hair, especially a woman choosing to bear the kind of hair that men have conditioned us to believe is wrong, gross or disgusting, that is your problem. Why are you so offended by hair? <laughs> I don't know. Like I'm not offended by hair, but I'm like, why do you care so much about it? Why do you have to dye it all different little pretty little colours if you're not offended by it? Why do you have to make it look more appealing, darling? She, she goes on to say, It must be painful to live in such a fragile little world. This is for the people who are apparently offended by hair. To that, I would say, it must be painful to live in a fragile world where you think that by dyeing armpit hair and taking photos of it, that you're changing the world for the better, that you're doing something good, that you're fighting against the patriarchy. Imagine, imagine that painful world where all of the other liberations and all of the other protests are done. And the only thing for you to propel yourself into some kind of semi-e-celeb stardom is to literally put those arms up above your head and dye your armpit hair rainbow colours. Yes! Yes, that's how I'm going to get there. That's how I'm going to be famous. I'm, I'm doing this for women everywhere. Women everywhere are yet to respond <laughs> to this woman's <laughs> claim that they are oppressed by body hair. That's nice, honey. It's <laughs> just like you. Yeah, good job, babe. Good job. Oh, we've got a little video here. Let's have a look. DIY dyeing my armpits.
2: This is the longest I've ever had my armpit hair. Ever! I've gotten so many requests to do this. I'm finally doing it. I'm dyeing my armpit rainbow.
0: It's so much fun to dye your gross armpit hair. Carry on. Why do we have to have safety drills? Why can't the politicians in DC do something about the guns? I'm sick of doing safety drills. Nobody should ever have to do a safety drill.
2: The hard part is-
0: Can I have a safety drill? Not until you're you're 21. We're not gonna let you handle any power tools until then.
2: You gotta keep your arm up. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it tickles. It tickles. Who would have thought that fighting the patriarchy could be just su- just such good, clean fucking fun? Am I right? Who knew that being oppressed would was so cheerful and joyous and happy? Did you hear the music? Da 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 Gee. Fighting against depression in olden times seems like a really raw deal. What with the beatings and the fire hoses, and the politicians not caring about you and the being shot by police and whatnot. Now, if I want to fight back against depression, <laughs> if I want to fight back against oppression today, I'll get 5,000 views on my YouTube channel by playing happy-go-lucky children's toddler music and dyeing my pit hair. Yes, this is a rebellion. We're standing up for for hairy pitted women everywhere. Down with the razor.
2: <laughs> I feel so silly.
0: I feel so silly. Oh my, God, so oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Stroke that. Hair. It's time for rainbows. Oh, that was, that was just stage one of the procedure. That was that was only stage one. So that was the critical pre-dying stage. Because if you're going to fight the patriarchy, you don't want to rush it. You've got to think these things through. RM John says on over on YouTube, that's it, I'm in hell.
2: Orange.
0: It's not going to take very long. It's really easy. Because (laughs) this is starting to turn me odds as someone in the chat. Oh, yeah, man. I'd smell her pits any day of the week. Um, but I love that it's a DIY video. You know, most DIY videos are for things like you know how to build a patio, how to change a gasket. I mean, if you if you if you need if if you need visual tutelage on how to dye your armpit hair in order to fight the oppression of the modern woman, like I, I don't even know where to start with you. Perhaps we start with a safety drill. <laughs> Maybe that's what we do. Okay, there's the exit. <laughs> This is how you get to them. just follow the line on the ground, darling. Out you there, you go. Out you go. No, no, keep following the line. Right out the right out the door. Right out. Keep going. Just keep going till you hit the street. Okay, okay. There you go. Well done. A plus for you. <laughs> Kara Schroeder with a very offensive comment in the chat. I thought unicorns were white. Ah, oh. don't tell me now we have to. <laughs> imagine if we start getting people dyeing their black armpit hair black <laughs> in solidarity for the for the white unicorn nationalist anti protesters. Who said all unicorns are white? Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> no! Yeah, yeah.
2: Smudged. Oh,
0: no! How did it... no. Oh, give me a paper towel! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Tragedy! See, lucky there's a DIY video to show us how to do it properly. Otherwise, we might all have purple smudges on our armpits. Pretty awesome.
2: awesome. I'm proud of it, except for this stupid thing that I
0: did. I'm proud of it. Remember when people were proud of real achievements? Remember those days? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, shit, we know people that have gone to war. You know, I I killed 50 men. Are you proud of it? Hell no. I'm not proud of anything I did over there. Sure, I saved the world from the scourge of fascism, but... (laughs) It'll be a long, cold day in hell before I ever reveal any pride about what happened over there. People aren't even proud about beating beating the Nazis in real life. But we're proud about dyeing our armpit hair to beat the imaginary Nazis. <laughs> Who oppress us with the, with the selling of their razors. The pit of freedom, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I support this. Well done, young lady. Well done, young lady, for speaking out. Thank you for doing it quietly. One more story to just to top us off. Like I said, sometimes you just got to look around the world and realize that we're probably fucking insane because every every all of this is normal now. This is this is now normal stuff, this. Comedians winning Ukrainian elections, that's normal. That's normal too. Not showing up for debates. <laughs> Politicians getting televised drug tests, that's normal. That's normal now. The New Zealand Prime Minister says that Candace Owens and PewDiePie and the internet generally are to blame for the shooting in Christchurch, but when somebody else comes out and claims responsibility for a bombing that kills 300 people that they're not to blame and we have no evidence, that's normal. Sure, she's normal now too. (laughs) Maybe we're the crazy ones. Maybe we're the crazy ones. Grave robber arrested after trying to make soup from 100-year-old skeleton. Mm, those earthy flavors, ladies and gentlemen. Canadian Lucas Dore, who's I know we have Canadian Canadian listeners. I know there's some Canadians in the audience. Put your hand up, Canadians. What the fuck is going on in Canada? In Canada, Canadian Lucas Dore was escorted into a courtroom late last week, accused of having dug up a 100-year-old skeleton boiling the bones and drinking the water that they were boiled in. To be fair, this guy might be just like a culinary terrorist. He might be a flavor extremist. I bet I bet if it was Heston Blumenthal or Jamie Oliver pulling this stunt, it, they would get a fucking award. Don't you think? It's like, oh, yes. Beloved, beloved British TV chef comes up with a great way to recycle your family members. Yeah. Don't you think? Dorr 20 had to be guided into the courtroom by sheriffs because he had placed his coat over his face to hide his identity and couldn't see where he was going. Thanks for excellent reporting. The, pre- the precise details of the allegations against yet to be revealed, reports the Chronicle Herald, but the court documents say he has been charged with possessing a skeleton stolen from the graveyard of All Saints Church in Conception Bay, south on April five. As well as interfering with human remains on the same day. He is also facing a charge of breaching a court order. But what he's not being charged with is a crime against the kitchen because he might have. Been Alex Jones, the bone broth. Okay. And we're not getting what. Humans always thought was key. The bone broth. The bone broth. There you go. The, the, the bone broth. The, the, the bone broth. The bone broth. The bone broth. Well, now it's the next level of that. It's caveman. Hey, I caveman. need a classic caveman. 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 The province's chief medical examiner, Dr. Nash Denich, told the squeamish squeamish chief that it's the first case of grave robbery he's seen in Newfoundland. Cases like this, this is the first time that I know of and I have been been involved in in Newfoundland. Local police say the medical examiner was determined that the partial skeleton was, quote, quite old and that there is no connection to any current missing persons cases. It's It's a victimless crime. It's a victimless crime. The chronicle reports that the human remains had to be taken from had been taken from the Anglican parish and cemetery belonged to a person who died a significant time ago possibly more than 100 years because you know when I when I take my cannibal soup I want it aged to perfection you know what I mean like a fine wine you can't you can't be digging up no 2016 corpses it's going to be very vinegary it's too soon too salty You've really got to let those earthy flavors settle in and, and think of the worm shit because the worm shit adds much needed nutrients to the whole dish. Archdeacon Sam Rose, executive officer of the Anglican Diocese of Eastern Newfoundland and Labrador, said that he had been advised that the remains had been taken from a mausoleum style tomb with a heavy concrete slab on top of the grave that would, have needed, that would need to have been removed during the theft. So he was dedicated. I like a man that sweats for his art. He says the parish has been shocked by the violation of a sacred resting place. Certainly it was something that you could not dream of or imagine. When someone buries their loved one in a graveyard, there's the assumption that this will be their final resting place, as we say in the the liturgy. Liturgy, is that how you say that word? So when this happens in such a shocking violation of that sacred act, it was shocking for me personally. Daw was reportedly arrested after a witness reported seeing him licking the bones. Got to lick those bones clean. <laughs> so he's he's dropping, you know, a kneecap. He's dropping a rib. He's dropping the skull into the big pot in the kitchen. And somebody just casually walking past his kitchen window looks over. And there he's got like one of the arm bones. He's just like, like he's giving it a bite. And... Mm. I think more pepper. I think maybe mix a bit, a little bit of jalapeno in here, maybe a bit of chopped celery. That'll do the trick. Dorr has agreed to remain in custody until the case returns to court on May the first. Meanwhile, the defense have requested more time for disclosure of evidence. Well, there you go, liturgy. Thank you very much, liturgy. Remember, at the beginning of the show, you asked if you were crazy. No, no, I asked if you were crazy. I'm, I'm totally sane, by the way. So, there, obviously. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I guess, you know, never be afraid to try new things, right? The would be cannibal was found out after he was spotted licking human bones. Well done, young man. Who knows? We might all be eating human bones one time in the future. Why not? Like I said, if it was a celebrity chef, they would be getting commended for finding a way to recycle humans and turning them into a tasty entree. (laughs) Well, ladies and gentlemen, a crazy world it is nonetheless. If you'd like to become a supporter of the show, please head over to patreon.com forward slash boogie bumper. Become a subscriber by hitting the subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you'd like to serve me up some sweet, sweet human soup, don't take that the wrong way. Don't take that the wrong way. Then you can do so by following me on Twitter, at Boogie Bumper. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. we will be back again tomorrow for another episode. Until then, stay calm, stay rational. God bless. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. what does he stir it with oh good question the fibula I think you'll find it. thanks Original Rev thanks Salvatore thank you follow you. thanks rm johns have a lovely day thank you salvatore i don't know about you but i feel really hungry now them bones them bones them sweet bones them bones them bones them salty bones them bones them bones them soup bones we recycle everything else now why can't we recycle people too and why can't we have enjoy our dinner whilst doing it what a cruel world thanks Newbury mum thanks doc all right guys see you tomorrow bye-bye